Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Be sure to catch live editions of Rogan and Rodney weekdays at noon on AM570 LA Sports. And don't miss the FNA podcast with show producer Kevin Figures and Clippers host Adam Oslin on the iHeartRadio app. AM570 and LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. We continue on Fred Rogan and Jonas Knoxon today for Rodney on AM570 LA Sports. Later this hour, two big events involving LA Sports fans tonight. Clippers here in Phoenix, Dodgers at home against the Giants. We'll ask you to tell us which one is bigger, and we'll get to that. But now, one half of the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. You can hear it on the app. 4 to 7 each and every day, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 in the East. And the basketball expert and evaluator and analyst for FS1, it is our good friend Chris Broussard yes. joining the show. Chris, good afternoon. Yes. Good afternoon. How are you guys? I see you got Jonas in. What's up, man? My guy, Chris Broussard. And by the way, not one half of the odd couple, the responsible better half of the odd couple <laughs> is what we call him, Fred Rogan. Don't you get it miscorrected here? I'll, I'll try not to make that mistake. I, I'm like the Fred Rogan of the I couple. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Hey, by the way, speaking of Fred Rogan, uh, I do want to throw this at you, Chris, because I thought this was crazy when Fred said this a few minutes ago. Fred said that he thinks the Milwaukee Bucks paid off that official to stand there so that Trey Young rolled his ankle. I thought that was reckless for him to go that route. I, I can't believe he would do that. But, again, that was Fred who said that a few minutes ago here on the show. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming he was joking. So uh, maybe, maybe Rob Parker is the Fred Rogan of the eye I couple mean, <laughs> making hot cakes like that. Maybe. <laughs> hey, Chris, okay, so tonight, uh, here in Phoenix, they're anticipating this will be it. The Suns will win and the city is ready to explode. When I look at this series, though, the Clippers could easily be ahead in this series. So do we congratulate the Clippers on a job well done and reaching the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi? Or do we say, yeah, but you should have won this series without Kawhi? No, I think that's a great point. Number one, I agree with you. If you just look at the series, just step back and take a look at all four games together, you can easily make the case that the Clippers have outplayed the Suns. Game one could have went either way. Obviously, the Suns got it. Game two should have gone to the Clippers. I mean, they outplayed them. It was just, I mean, Paul George missed those two free throws, and that was it. Uh, you can talk about some, a few calls as well by officials, but they should have won that game regardless. They blow them out. They blow out Phoenix in game three. And then last night was a game, you know, separated by four points. Here's what, when you look at it like that, what it boils down to is this. The Clippers, if they lose this series, particularly if they lose tonight, they have to look in the mirror and feel like, my goodness, we blew it. 
because it was they're the best free throwing free free throw shooting team in NBA history, and they definitely lost Game Two, I think, because of free throw shooting. They Paul George missing those two, an eighty five percent career shooter, and then last night they shot sixty six percent from the free throw line. Phoenix, which was right behind them this year in foul shooting for the regular season, they made like 86% of their free throws. So a lot of it comes down to the Suns making their foul shots and in some ways keeping their composure, not getting flustered by the moment, and the Clippers doing the opposite. Because when you miss free throws, you go from 85% foul shooting to 66% or something like that. That's nerves, and that, that is, you know, I think the Clippers are going to have to look hard in the mirror and say, man, we could have won this series even without Kawhi. Um, and so, it, look, I think they may tell themselves, hey, we had a great year. We got to the conference finals for the first time. We did it without Kawhi. But in their heart of hearts, they have to feel like, man, we could have won this series. Chris, um, on the Kawhi Leonard front, uh, Skip Bayless was on, uh, obviously, Fox Sports 1, and he said that he had talked with somebody from a very good source uh, that Kawhi is not happy with the Clippers' medical staff because it felt like they misdiagnosed or underplayed the extent of the injury, which sounds, if I'm not mistaken, a lot like what happened in San Antonio, which felt like yeah. the beginning of the end with him and, and the Spurs there. What is what has bothered you by the uh, the most? Uh, is it the lack of clarity that we've gotten surrounding the injury, or is it you know Kawhi not sitting with his teammates? Like, what's bothered you about this Kawhi injury situation? The latest version. Well, uh, not not being a doctor, and so just kind of taking things at face value. I would say um, that Kawhi is upset about this. Um, now, you you are right in that. We ha- all we're getting is these daily updates. Hey, he's not playing. He's not playing game four. He's not playing game five. And I've been assuming from the get-go, you know, once they announced that it was serious, um, I-, I felt like he'd be out for the rest of the playoffs, and obviously that's the case. But I, I get the gamesmanship if they didn't want to announce that to keep yeah. Phoenix on edge, so to speak. So I, I get that. But if Kawhi's really upset with it, and look, if there is misdiagnosis, then he has every right to be. But if there isn't, if it's just kind of a normal thing and that's gamesmanship on their part, then I, I'm like, Kawhi, why is this – why is he making this a big deal? You know, this franchise has been over backwards and given Kawhi everything he's wanted. Uh, and now if he kind of does what he does to, did to San Antonio to them – now that's assuming this, this report is true – then I, I would just be – that would just seem odd to me. We know Steve Ballmer will spare no expense to put a championship team for the Clippers. And so it'd be hard for me to believe that their medical staff is subpar. Um, and Kawhi also has his own guys that he consults, doctors, trainers, and all that too. So I, I don't know. Is he, is he also upset? Because, you know, obviously they felt like, hey, you, you got to play some back-to-backs this year. And he's looking at that and saying, okay, I played your back-to-back, and now I get hurt. You know, I hadn't been playing them the last few years, and I was healthy for the playoffs. Now I'm playing them because of you, and I'm hurt. I, I don't know. If, is that a factor? Bottom line is this. I, I would be sure Kawhi could leave Miami. Um, there are other uh, places he could go. 
But if I'm Kawhi Leonard, barring some type of incredible, you know, medical malpractice, why is he looking at – why in the world would he go elsewhere? He's home in South, Southern California. He's on a contender. There's no doubt about that. Uh, he's got a great coach in Ty Lue, and he's got an owner who's willing to spend money. So I, I, I just – that would upset me if he's really looking elsewhere, assuming there hasn't been any foul play or, or real negligence on the Clippers' part. Chris Broussard with us, Fred Rogan, Jonas Knox today, AM570 LA Sports, talking about leaving and comings and goings. Let's shift over to the Lakers here for a couple of seconds, Chris. Uh, as they kind of reconstruct what they went through the first go-round, and, you know, you hear the talk about Kuzma, Schroeder, will they re-sign him? Damian Lillard's name popped up. Where do you see the Lakers going? What do they need to do? Well, I, I, as far as Lillard, you know, I've been told that LeBron has talked to him, uh, but the fact is they just really don't have much chance of getting Damian Lillard. You know, if you're Portland, if you decide to trade him uh, and you're going to get much better offers than anything the Lakers can give you. We know they don't have great draft picks. Um, outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis, who in the world would you want for Damian Lillard? So they're going to get better, you know, options elsewhere and you could say well could Lillard pull a James Harden and force his way to the Lakers I really don't think Dame would do that I look I from what I've been told he is kind of mulling over his whole situation over the next few weeks he just got off a retreat um that he you know just kind of his own retreat I guess he gets away and I think he's going to take these next few weeks and kind of think about what he wants to do as far as staying in Portland or leaving. Um, and I don't think he's fully bought in yet to the super team thing. Obviously, he wants to be in a situation where he can win championships. But, you know, that could mean going to a team that doesn't have two or three superstars. Uh, or it could be mean going to a place like New York where they have cap room where he could go there and they still could add a couple stars to play with him rather than him going – and joining somebody else's team. So I, I don't see him going to the Lakers. As far as other, other you know, guys, obviously Schroeder, that's an interesting situation. He obviously wants a, a lot of money. Um, so I, he could be on the move. Remember, guys, I thought they should have gone ahead and gotten Kyle Lowry last year. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, and they, they obviously didn't. And so do they look at maybe adding him if they don't bring back Schroeder? He's a free agent. Um Kuzma, yeah, you know, you've been hearing – he's had a weird situation with them since LeBron's been there. Uh, I, I think there's a part of him that feels like he can be a better player individually elsewhere. Um, so a part of him that wouldn't mind a move, although I'm sure he loves L.A. Um, and he's not making a ton of money for a guy with that potential. So that would be interesting. And obviously, he's probably their best realistic trade piece. You know, because obviously you're not trading LeBron or AD. Chris, assuming, uh, you know, Kawhi comes back, he's a member of the Clippers next year. If you've got a bet on either the Lakers or Clippers winning the next NBA championship in this city, who are you betting on? That's a great question. Um, whew, this year I picked the Lakers. Um, I think... 
I reserve the right to change my mind. Um, <laughs> but I think I would go with the Clippers right now. I think obviously they learned something from last year, you know, and they've gone a step further. They underachieved last year. This year you would say they've either overachieved without Kawhi or certainly they didn't underachieve. Um, and Ty Lue has done a great job. And I think they would learn more, from, even if they lose to Phoenix, I think they come back next year as an even more mature team. The Lakers' AD's health, look, what happened this year with him is kind of, not that he gets hurt every year, but this is, was maybe closer to what we've seen from Anthony Davis than what happened his first year with the Lakers. When he played through all the bumps and bruises and was great in the playoffs and all that, and then LeBron is obviously a year older. And we can look at the last three years he's been in L.A. and say, wow, he's been injured. But there's probably a reason. That's probably age. Those incidents where he got injured probably don't – he doesn't get hurt, you know, 10 years ago or even six years ago. Um, so I think those two of his three years in L.A. have ended in injury. And the one that didn't, he got a four-month hiatus. And so LeBron's been Superman, there's no doubt, throughout his career. But I think these injuries are a, a sign of father time tapping him on the shoulder. So I probably would go with the Clippers. If the Suns win tonight, and it's a great accomplishment for the franchise and the city of Phoenix, uh, but I think you have to be realistic, and I've made this point. Tell me if you agree. If AD and LeBron were healthy, I think the Lakers would have beat them. If Jamal Murray was healthy, I think Denver could have beat him. And I think if Kawhi was healthy, I know the Clippers would have beat him, given what they've done without him. So are the Suns just lucky to be in a situation where they are, where everybody seems to be hurt that they're running into? Yeah, I think that's a great point. I I picked the Lakers to win the West, you know, assuming they were healthy. So I agree with you. I think they would have won that series. Denver... I I think, obviously, Denver played well without Murray. So, I, I think the Suns probably would have beaten them. The, the Denver kind of struggled a little bit, too, with Portland. Um, and then the Clippers, I, I, I'm with you on that one as well. I actually thought the Clippers had a good chance to beat them without Kawhi. And, obviously, as we said earlier, they, they've outplayed them. You can make that argument without him. So, yeah, look, you, you don't want to take anything for, away from Phoenix. Obviously, it's great to see Chris Paul get to the finals if indeed they win this series. But looking at Chris Paul's age, he's as great as he's been playing. He's not as good as he was a couple years ago. No. Uh, and then you look at the fact that their two other stars or budding stars are young and in the playoffs for the first time. So Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. So I'm with you on that, Fred. And look, I said this earlier uh, a few weeks ago, the MVP – all due respect to Nikola Jokic, I voted for him, and I felt he deserved it. But the MVP was largely decided by injuries. Joel Embiid, had he been healthy, would have won, I think. Uh, there was an argument for LeBron, and, and James Harden was playing lights out. Uh, but all those guys got hurt, so Jokic got it. I think the same thing will be said for these NBA finals. Uh, no asterisks, I don't believe in that. We've obviously seen finals was decided before by injuries. But, yeah, this team, I don't think anybody looks at them as the kings of the West. You know, like next year they're going to be this juggernaut. 
certainly Atlanta, they to me, they remind me of Miami in the bubble. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Atlanta is the fifth or sixth or seventh seed next year in the Eastern Conference. So I, uh, I think that this is just an odd year, and injuries have definitely helped Phoenix, and if it's Atlanta, Atlanta get to the NBA Finals. All right. Well, we appreciate you jumping on. Again, it's the odd couple. You can hear it every day on the iHeartRadio app, 4 to 7 in the West. And we know a lot of people listen to us in the East, and you can hear it uh, 7 to 10 in the East, along with Rob Parker. Chris, thanks for taking a couple of minutes. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Anytime, guys. Love you guys. Have Love a great show. All right, he is the best, isn't he's he? He's a good dude. He, like him and yeah, he Rob really are is. such good dudes, and and have been so kind to me, and and just just really really good people all the way around. Which is why it's so difficult for me to work with you, Fred, because every time you know you throw me under the bus, like it just I come from where they treat me with respect over here, and it's just a whole different vibe, you know. I don't know why you have to say that, but when you said you know they've been really good to you, I yeah. was wondering to myself why. Thank you, Fred. That is it. There he is, folks. There he is. The human cactus is back. Are you the, the different week, same old cacti. All right. So tonight, we've got the Clippers taking on the Suns. We've got the Dodgers taking on the Giants. Yes. Jonas, what is the bigger event? What should be the bigger event or what will be no, the what bigger it, event? What is the bigger event? It'll be the That's Dodgers. the question. It'll be the Dodgers. It, it, it just, unfortunately, there is this thing going on in LA as we've talked about with Adam Austin last week and and Laker fans can try and say no 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 that's not the case but there's this concerted effort to dismiss the Clippers out here in this in this town and I don't I don't understand it I I do understand it but it feels like it's gone over the top and I think Dodgers uh, Giants is going to be the game people rally around, and, and I think that's going to be the bigger deal in this town. Unfortunately, because I think it should be the Clippers, uh, just based on the, the setup. They're, look, they're in the Western Conference Finals. They've never been here. They're trying to stave off elimination. But this is – we've now gotten into the hater portion of Los Angeles, and there's a lot of haters out there when it comes to the Clippers. All right, so here's the question. What is going to be bigger? We need you to call. We're going to open the phone lines, and you tell us why. Eight six six nine eight seven two five seventy. All right, you give us the reason. If you're a Clipper fan, you can speak up now and you tell us why it's bigger. If you're a Dodger fan, you tell us why that's bigger. Make your point. We'll talk to you next. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to three. Rogan and Rodney. All right, Jonas Knox again in today for Rodney. We really appreciate you doing that, Jonas. Well, I appreciate you having me, Fred. I thought for sure uh, after last week I wasn't going to be invited back anytime soon. But uh, here we are. Here we are, Fred, on a Monday. Look at us. Look at us. Uh, All right, so tonight this is your chance to sound off. You've got the Dodgers and Giants, and you've got the Clippers and the Suns. The Clippers, of course, are in the Western Conference Finals on the brink of elimination or on the brink of continuing the series. For the Dodgers and Giants, pretty big series, showdown for first place in the NL West. Under normal circumstances, everybody would say the playoff game is bigger than a regular season game. Let's find out what the people think. Well, good night to Laguna Beach. Gil, thanks for holding. You're on AM570 LA Sports. Which one of them is bigger? Hey, hey Fred, how are you? Hey, good, um, thank you. I'd like to say, if, if it was game seven of the NBA Clippers game, Definitely Clippers game. But I think as for now, I think Dodgers game is bigger. Yeah, and I think you probably won't be alone in your assessment. 
Probably won't. Gil, thanks for the call. Appreciate you listening to the show. It's just... I mean, look, I just at some point and I heard you talking earlier about, you know, like uh, you talked about, uh, you know, they thought Maurice Cheeks was a proctologist and yep. uh, they thought, uh, you know, who was it? Moses Malone was a biblical figure. Uh, yes. I, so I, I at, we need to start somewhere. Right. And and I, I've always felt that if you're if you're a Clipper fan and you feel like you're still not getting respect or there's still not a love for the Clippers and it's still not. All right. Well, you're competing against the Lakers, so th- you're probably not going to get to that level because that's just they, they've got so many years and so much tradition ahead of you. But you can get to a level of respect to where people look at you and they don't they don't look at you as you know completely irrelevant based on the Lakers. And in order to I think truly appreciate where you are, you got to think about where you were. And Fred, it wasn't that long ago that nobody was going to these games. So the fact that we're here, I do think there's been progress when it comes to the Clippers, yeah, uh, and especially in this town. All right, let's go line three, Janelle. Janelle's calling from uh, Gardena. Janelle, go ahead. What do you think? Hey, Jim and Fred. Jonas, love you guys. Jonas, I love you on the radio. Thank you, Fred. It's my Clippers. My Clippers, we're the biggest show in town tonight. It's game five of the Western Conference Finals, do or die. And look, not only do you have the Clippers fans watching, you have those hating Purple and P fans that can't wait for us to lose tonight. Those those L word fans, they might throw a parade at the LA Coliseum, fill all ninety thousand seats if we lose tonight. All the attention is gonna be on us. The Dodger game is secondary. Nobody likes baseball anyway. It's basketball, Fred. It's basketball. Clip City, Chip City. All right, Janelle, thanks. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure nobody likes baseball. It's, I'm uh, not sure about clip. that. It's hip to clip, Fred. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, let's go to line two. Jesse in Fontana. Jesse, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Uh, thanks for having me, Fred. Uh, Dodgers, Giants. There's so much history there. I mean, come on. The Clippers are named after a boat. Well, that's fair. The Clippers are named after a boat. Jesse, thank you. Appreciate uh, that. Okay. I mean, the Lakers are still counting titles from Minneapolis. So, I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I just, I really do find it interesting. And again, I you know I said this earlier. It's like the old well, people are jumping on the bandwagon. No, nobody's jumping on any bandwagon. If people start to take notice yes. of a team, it's because they become interesting yes. and relevant. Yes, it, it it there's nothing wrong with well, you know, I've been a Clipper fan for twenty years, and what do you mean you're talking about it? Because to that individual. They've just become interesting. Fred, you remember when Duke basketball wasn't Duke basketball? Nobody talked about Duke. Nobody, like They weren't even a topic of conversation. They've become the Yankees of college sports. People root against them, but you got to start somewhere. And it started with them not winning a title. It started with them getting to a Final Four, and then one thing led to another, and then they pulled off the upset against UNLV, and then here we are all these years later, arguably the greatest sport uh, coach in the history of the sport, and this is a name brand. I'm not saying they're going to get to that level, but you got to start somewhere. And if people are getting on board with it now because they like the the uniforms or they like the presentation or they like the style of play, there's nothing wrong with it. I I think it's you got to start somewhere. And if this is the starting point, so be it. Carlos in Riverside, uh, you have a different opinion, don't you? Um. Oh, hey, Jonas. Hey, Fred. Uh, Yeah, I'm. Actually, a bigger Dodgers fan, uh, so I'll just be listening to that on my heart radio. I think the more important game is actually the Clippers playoff game. I mean, you're right, they're facing elimination. 
I don't think the ratings are probably going to show that, though. So I think all the Lakers fans are probably just going to – they probably just won't care and they'll, like, wait, uh, watch the Dodgers game and then wait to see on their phone that the Clippers lose to launch the parade. You know, you know what's so funny about this? All right. I, I, lo- I love when the Laker fans are like, nobody cares about the Clippers. Why are you celebrating when they lose? Why are you making jokes when they lose? Why when Paul George misses two free throws, you, you continue to call him either pandemic P or playoff P and you mock him? Why? If, if, they, if, if Laker fans don't care, why are they constantly talking about it? Why did they celebrate like they did last year in the bubble? If you didn't care, if they were so irrelevant, that, that whole notion of, well, we don't care, man. We got more important things to worry about. No, you don't. You don't have like you know the big announcement for the Lakers so far in the last three weeks while the Clippers are playing playoff basketball. The big announcement is LeBron James is changing jersey numbers, and they had their team trainer fired. I mean, come on, get out of here. By the way, I have an update on the Clippers. Uh, my daughter has just texted me. She lives here in Phoenix, and she just saw the buses containing the Clippers driving to the arena. All right, I want that pointed out. Uh, a developing situation here yes. on, fi- on uh, AM five seventy LA Sports. Uh, the uh, the Rogan. Uh, no, what do we call that? Uh, the Rogan uh, News. Uh, Rogan. Uh, the yeah. Rogan Report. Yeah, the Rogan Report. Uh, the team buses for the Clippers are in Phoenix, so we yep. can confirm a game will be played. Yeah, I can get Haley on the phone if you want to talk to her. I mean, listen, if, if you feel like we need more details on the situation, I mean, maybe we could go that, that direction. I'll maybe. see if I can get her. All right. All right, let's go to Chino Hills. Mike, you're on AM570 LA Sports. Go ahead. Thank you. I just want to say uh, I'll be watching the Clippers game, but I, I'm a big Laker fan, and I hate the Clippers. And <laughs> one thing I have to say about what Tyrone, Tyrone Liu said, when he said one city and not the Lakers aren't in it, um, all the Laker fans should be rallying around the, the Clippers. Well, I didn't hear him make that announcement last year when the Lakers were on their way to their 17th championship. I didn't hear anybody say, well, the Clippers fans need to rally around the Lakers. Just like that caller a few uh, callers back said, oh, the Lakers fans. He wouldn't even say Laker. He said the L team. And you see how upset he is with the Lakers? And that's what, what my biggest problem is with Clipper fans. I mean, okay, because the Clippers didn't celebrate. Well, I mean, look, if we're going to play this game, uh, who started it, Fred? I mean, if we're going to be adults about this, who started it? Uh, the Lakers started this. They they started attacking the Clippers. Uh, and I, I I know this for a fact, that a lot of this is that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George snubbed the Lakers, right? Because there is something to that. And then there was the reports afterwards. Where, where was it? They were at uh, some hotel uh, in, in like the Westlake Inn, and they had this secret meeting after uh, they had talked to, to the Lakers about you know possibly pairing up. And then they decided, we don't want to be a part of the Lakers. We want to go do our own thing, and they joined the Clippers. And I wonder if there's some bitterness attached to it, because... I could say, when, do you remember where you were when the news was announced that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were were going to be signing with the Clippers, and or that that Paul George was being traded after Kawhi Leonard was signing? Because I remember exactly where I was. It was about ten fifty six p.m. on a Friday night. I was yep. just about to start my Friday night overnight show on Fox Sports Radio. And it was then that I realized the entire show that I had prepped is out the window because this is the biggest moment in the history of the Clippers franchise because it really was. like It was a massive, massive decision that we were all talking about at the time. Where's Kawhi going to sign? He gets here. 
And for whatever reason, like there's just still this bitterness. Even after winning a title last year in the bubble, there's still a bitterness attached to it. And at some point or another, you guys got to understand something if you're a Laker fan. LeBron James is a mercenary. All right. Don't be surprised if he's out of L.A. in the next couple of years and on to some other uh, uh, some other franchise where he can play with his son. So fall in love with him all you want. Stick up for him all you want. But I'm just letting you know the guy's a mercenary, Fred. All right, William in South Carolina, listening on the app. We appreciate right. you holding. My old what do you think, grounds. William? Hey, Fred. Nice to talk to you, man. So I'm actually I live in Orange County, but I'm I'm visiting in South Carolina. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, I think the. I think the Clippers game uh, tonight is is very important. Obviously, an elimination game. Uh, so, and I think that would be a championship is going to be great for this franchise if they can get it to become irrelevant. I mean, to become relevant in Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, and another thing, Fred, um, we got to quit using this guy Jonas Knox, man. We got to quit using this guy. He's everywhere. And it, I, I have to deal with him out here in the mornings, replacing Clay Travis, and then. Now again, listening to you. Yeah, I agree. William, he, he's actually listening to you right now. Fill in. He's, yeah, he's actually listening to you. Fill in. Listen, I, yeah. I agree. Look, are you, are you trying to find to have me find something wrong with what you just said? I agree with you on all on all fronts. No, all that's fine. Yeah, I mean, so there's nothing wrong with that, and and I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And uh, we're in South Carolina, by the way. Are you at right now? Uh, Bluffton, right outside Hilton Head. Nice. All right. That's my old stomping ground, South Carolina, Fred. Used to, used really? to be out there. Yeah. Used to work out there. Hey, yeah. William, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, there goes William. Okay. Oh, listen. He's a big fan. Listening on the app. A big fan of the program. Yeah, well, that, and that's good. We appreciate that. <laughs> do you want Do you want a report on the Clipper buses? Yes. I've contacted our reporter here. Yeah, I, I want to know how how as far as the questions go, um, like how what am I allowed to ask? Do I just have to you, keep it on? No, on you can ask anything you want. Okay, very good. All right, All right. Just want to make so sure. let's take a break now, and then when we come back, we will have our our boots on the ground and our eyewitness report from Haley Rogan about seeing the Clipper buses heading to Talking Stick Arena. <laughs> She's off work at two forty five, so she will call us. <laughs> On the hotline at 2.45, Jonas, and give us a report, okay? Okay, good. I, I want right. to know what it's like to talk to uh, the child of a celebrity. Always well, we, we don't have that person coming on, but we have my daughter. <laughs> All right. Bringing you L.A.'s best sports talk weekdays, noon to 3. Bogan and Rodney. All right, Fred Rogan, Jonas Knox for Rodney today, AM 570 LA Sports. A somewhat frequent contributor to the program has an eyewitness account of what is going on here in the Valley of the Sun. And she joins us now. So reporting from work, it is Haley Rogan. And Haley, my daughter Haley lives here in Phoenix. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Okay, now... uh, you, did you see the buses? Can you please fill us in? So I have breaking news. I can confirm. I am working remotely right now from home. I will not disclose from where, but the Biltmore area, they were driving by three giant black buses and about four cop cars speeding down the road. And I'm pretty sure they're on the way to the game. So I know, in fact, it was the Clippers. I can confirm that. 
God, that's, I mean, just uh, you know, at least so we know the game is happening. We know the game is taking place, and we appreciate obviously the contribution when it comes to the game. Uh, but let's not bury the lead here, um, Haley. Uh, your thoughts on the fact that your dad was offered weed during his television broadcast last week? Oh. I won't even lie, I never watched my father on TV, so I was very unaware of this. Well, no, I was not. That's not exactly accurate. Some, uh, well, kind of degenerates walked by, asked if we had a permit to be there. Uh, we said we did, but we didn't, and who cared? And then the guy says, oh, you want some of this? And I went, no, thank you. <laughs> that that's what happened. The greatest grass. No, I was talking about the field at Camelback Ranch, Haley. Oh. <laughs> Anything else you want to bring up, Jonas? I just, okay, what about the facial hair? How do we feel about the facial hair, Haley? Well, what are your thoughts on the uh, the goatee your dad's rocking? Personally, my mother and I both very much so like it. I think it gives him a nice, complete look. I think he should keep it. I'm all for keeping it. Agreed. You look fantastic, Fred. It's got to be a keeper. Don't go back to clean shaven, man. So much more fun. I've got an edge now. I've got an edge, Haley, don't I? Okay, well, I mean, you don't have to tell everyone that, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> are, are, are you busy at work, honey? Oh, yeah, I'm on Zoom, but I turned off my camera. <laughs> oh, that's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's priorities yeah. here. Let's just hope, hope that nobody uh, that you're working with is also listening to the program, because now they're on to your, uh, what's happening behind the scenes. I do have to ask you, that, Haley, um, what is the most, I, I, get, I don't know if we, okay, I'll just say this, the weirdest encounter of a of somebody recognizing your father when you guys have been out together is there one that stands out above all oh. else where somebody recognized him from tv that was just really awkward for everybody around uh, i have some good stories but i'm trying to think there's oh dad where were we we were in didn't you just get recognized when you were in nashville but i wasn't there for that that one was weird I think when we were at the Dodger game after, in 2017, it was game seven. We had just lost, obviously. And we're walking out, and we had our, we, everyone was, we were all so sad. And today, my mom and I were crying. And we had our heads down. And people absolutely started bombarding my father, needed photos with him. And I'm like, we just lost the World Series. Like, what are we doing? It was horrible. It was truly traumatizing. <laughs> All right. Oh, honey. It was a weird one. It was just very sad. Yeah, that and that was sad. <laughs> it absolutely was. All right. So uh, you're going to the game tonight. I am going to the game tonight. Okay. Well, I'll see you down there later. All right. Why don't you, hold on a second? Why don't you sneak her into the media room, Fred, and have her try some of that prime rib you've been talking about? He's been he's been bloviating about this prime rib at the media center in Phoenix for a week now. Why don't you invite her in and let her sample some of it, Fred? Listen, I've been asking for a media credential. I said I could be a makeup artist, a producer, a personal assistant. Yes. He said no. There's no tickets for my father. Unbelievable. I bought my own tickets tonight. Well, actually, my mom bought me tickets. But I am going with one of my best friends, and we will see you there, Dad. Yes, text me and let me know where you're sitting, okay, honey? Okay. Love you. All right. All right. Love you, too. All right, <laughs> go back too. to work. Goodbye. Right. Bye. Very good. See you. Bye. Yeah. There, there is our... Uh, our Eyewitness reporter, Haley Rogan on the scene here. That was good. We, we, we figured out two things. Number one, that the Clippers are going to be playing the game later because their buses are in town. Uh, and she saw them. Yeah, and, and number two, you can't get her a media credential. I mean, it's your daughter. No. You can't get her a media credential. Why not? 
Back in the day, that would have been a different story. But today, no, things are very strict. Back in the day, yeah, you could bring anybody, but not not anymore. And certainly not to the Western Conference Finals, because uh, there are a limited number of credentials. And even, and with COVID as well. I mean, you've got to go through, I mean, she's been vaccinated, but you got to go through the whole rigmarole. So no, I couldn't do it. But she did ask. I had dinner with her last night, and she asked me, and I said, I cannot do it. Where'd you guys and she made a really today? sad face. Where'd you guys have dinner? Uh, Blanco. Oh. Hmm. Mexican restaurant. Oh, curious name was for very a Mexican good. restaurant, by the way. Yeah, well, it was very good, actually. <laughs> the food was great. They should open one of those in Southern California. It <laughs> was terrific. Like, sounds like if, if you and I were going to open up a Mexican restaurant, that's what we'd call it. I mean, it was really good. And there's one here, and there's one at the Biltmore. There's one downtown. It was really good last night. Good. Well, I guess that's it. Okay. Uh, Jonas, <laughs> thank you again. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for having me as always. It's always a blast. Uh, Ronnie and Kevin, thank you. Great job as always. And uh, after the game tonight, I'll be back in the studio in Burbank tomorrow. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing worldwide through the hard times. Worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost in the dark? Hard part about it. Brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him. Blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson. Court cases keep him guessing. Flea bargaining ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the bin. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, to live and die in LA.